Income Button Podcast. And it is. Y'all know I don't never know the date. It's June 3rd. It is June 3rd. And I just want to cover the reality of being in the gig economy. Um, high gas prices and inflation and all that good stuff okay so basically it's just really hard I'm getting some drivers saying they quit I don't blame them if they have something else that's great not everybody driver has that option um, you know it's uh, pretty tough times so. $6.99 for a watermelon but um, I want to start off, you know, it takes me some time to heat up this podcast, but I just want to start off by just, you know, going over some real world, world facts and numbers. So I've been a rideshare driver since November 2019, and I bought my vehicle on Halloween. And I can't recommend that for people. I know some people aren't superstitious. I am. And let me tell you, <laughs> from experience, there's been a lot of weird things to happen. Good car, just weird things happening to the car and me. So I uh, can't recommend it because the energy, just for me, is not right. But that's a whole nother subject in podcast. Uh, what I want to say is that... <laughs> So let me just tell my story. So basically, I bought it November 2019. I believe I had an accident February 2020. A few months after that, I was doing a, I was going to go deliver a DoorDash order for three dollars and twenty-five cents. I took it, and unfortunately, I took it. I was a newbie, kind of newbie, you know, trying to test the grounds, and lo and behold. You know, that DoorDash order ended up, that $3.25 order ended up being a $500 insurance deductible that I had to pay on the, uh, you know, on the insurance. So that hurt. It set me back. I should have got, you know, justice, but I didn't get justice. And it got, things got kind of convoluted. I was just irritated. I was ready to quit. You know, it's very discouraging when you get an accident as a as a as an independent contractor, independent courier. You don't want to you don't want to do it anymore. Trust me. You're just like, where is that nine to five at? Where, excuse me. Where is that part time job at? Because this is pits, right? Of course, the more you drive, the more you're at risk of an accident. So basically, I was driving. After that, I started driving again, and then, boom, I hit a muffler on the interstate, and that was, it shook both sides of the car, everybody in the car that I was ride-sharing with at the time. I was driving, and, you know, everybody was shook up. It's like, oh, man, you better check that. That's what somebody told me. And, of course, I couldn't miss the muffler because I was going up the interstate, making a left turn up the interstate, and it was a downward slope, blind left turn, kind of slope thingy. And it was very difficult to miss it. I, I believe I had another car with on my other side as well. It was like last second. I didn't want to do anything that would 
get every, you know, get, do anything fast. One thing I learned in truck driving school is don't drive kind of quick and fast and herky-jerky. You can get in a pretty bad accident, you know, just driving jerky. So, that happened. And I was driving in a city, you know, the city I have, I'm in, it's known for potholes, so, like a lot of cities across America, you know, you hit a pothole, you hope the city can help you out, that wasn't the case, okay, they didn't help me out, and that was after doing an Uber trip, and that was, you know, a big setback, the city didn't help me, but I think I could have, I could have probably found some uh, help with that, you know, I probably could have got justice if I went outside found somebody that could help me get justice, but, uh, so didn't get any justice for that, that was a $500 setback, then, I got into another, I think a rock hit my windshield and cracked it, so I had to get my insurance to help me cover that, that was another incident, and then, actually I had two rocks hit my windshield, so I had to get those two replaced. There was one time too where I had a, I hit a nail and had a flat tire on the interstate and uh, I believe that was like $24 with my insurance coverage. What I found out is that with my tire warranty, I can get those repaired, so that's good, you know. So, it was, you know. And so, you know, these are these are setbacks you don't see coming a lot of times. And then I've also had, let's see, I've had three chargers uh, stolen out of my my vehicle. So you know, three chargers, it's kind of rough. Uh, you know, you have to take time to order new ones, and people don't, uh, you know, not not so easy to replace sometimes. We don't have the, you know, you gotta order that it takes like five days sometimes three days to get those in the mail and then I had somebody steal a towel and then I had scammers in my car trying to scam me I almost got scammed once you know two times that my scammers then you know I've had incidences where I've had to uh, you know people drop donut crumbs and mud all in my car and you know that takes time to clean that up Another time I had uh, vomit. Somebody vomited in the side of my my window uh, where you roll the window down in the crack. They vomited all in the crack, and that created a... Uh, <laughs> I had to go to the gas station and find... pay $10 to get the vomit out of there, kind of. And I had to clean the rest, you know. You gotta have some gloves and some wipes to clean it. As I'm talking, there's tires on the interstate. So. <laughs> so the lessons, you know, learned in uh, all of it. Oh, yeah, I almost hit three deer as well. I live in deer country. So the lessons learned in all of it is that when you're doing ride share, gosh, if you're not preparing, if you're not saving money, you're in trouble. Okay. But put away, just put away 1500 and just don't even, you know, get on a good streak when you work, you know, 
the 14 to 20 hours straight a couple times during the week. Just work very hard. That'll get your savings up. So if you get in trouble out here, you got a way to survive. You got to put aside money for your repairs and everything. And it, it, what, what irks me about it all, you know, these are real world expenses. You still got to pay for your health insurance, your life insurance. You got to pay for, you know, all of your your gas and, you know, the fuel surcharge ended, I believe. So it just makes it that harder, you know, and then, you know, there's just no relief, you know, it's just like constant pounding on your head. And so you have to be ready for rainy days, very rainy days, very, very disheartening days. You really are ready to, I tried to actually find out what it would be to turn my vehicle in and it wasn't, it wasn't a good number for me at all. I wasn't happy, you know, and I didn't, I thought I could get a better quote on that, you know, and the guy was kind of a little bit, little rash, you know, I, I like somebody who's a little bit less rash in terms of selling you it is, it's worth more to me to just keep my car, keep running miles up on it, than to give it away. And, uh, you know, facing bankruptcy is not a fun thing, you know, but if you, you get to the point where you just don't have the money to afford to keep going, you just have to turn, turn the car in, you know. And uh, I just made a decision to just keep going, you know, despite this frustration. Well, yeah, I got myself into the situation, so I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to embrace it and not let it just let it deter me. So I got it as an opportunity to uh, to be a to be victorious in the rideshare game, which I don't know what that means at this point. You know, it's just like you have to be man, you have to be very good with saving money. I would say save. 50% what you earn, just set, just put it away. Now, that kind of mindset will get you, get you a lot farther because, like, I drive to get to work, so it's like, you know, you need to have a, uh, you need to have a, you know, you need to have a good amount of money saved up just in case it things get, get crucial and uh, so that, that's basically you know all I wanted to say was just you know and then if you let's say you're a person who like you know has let's say you get in one in a bad accident you get injured well you got your medical bills physical therapy bills <laughs> you know you got I'm just giving you real examples that I've heard and you know you, you, you can you can find yourself loaded with bills and then you miss time off of work so it just there's no work with compensation there's no PTO time Uber doesn't say well if you do so many trips for a week we're gonna you you will accrue you know you will accrue this much paid time off or you know or you'll get this kind of a bonus so you can take time off 
was. It was very brutal. You know, in the beginning, I remember when Uber used to do uh, sandwiches. They used, used to give us the little Subway sandwiches. We used to eat those up. But now, things have changed in Mr. Uberland. And what killed, like I said, what irks me is that the other day I made $118. And Uber took, I believe, $80 out of that one in 118 So, you know, I, I would have been about $33 an hour uh, for the hours that I worked. And so, this is what makes it hard to continue doing. You know, these gig apps, the companies have just gotten super greedy, you know. It's like, how do you function on $5 trips? <laughs> you drive, you pick it, you drive in long distances to pick people up, you know, for $5 trips. Then they say on the app, oh, well, this is going to help the app run better. Yeah, but what about my, my pocketbook? I don't care about that, you know, so... It's just this is this is the the harsh reality of what rideshare is becoming, and I obviously I believe this is a move towards autonomy, autonomous vehicles. You know, it's funny how I say that, and then the Tesla plant is showing up all of a sudden. And it's gonna get even more real. You know, I'm seeing more Teslas by the day. People buying up them Teslas. I got some charging stations over here though, and they do. That Uber does pay an extra dollar per mile if you drive a Tesla. I mean, not everybody can afford just drop money down and afford one like that. So, yeah, it's kind of rough. You know, I'm up right now, I'm looking at it, I'm upside down on my on my uh, car finances. So, you know, cars worth less than what I owe. So, it's like, man, it's just a big old, feels like you're just stuck, you know. So, can't recommend anybody to buy a car for Uber. Better to just go ahead and get a used vehicle. Um, I'm going to find some type of way to turn this whole thing around and monetize uh, everything by sharing my knowledge and um, how I can just try to figure out how I can get what information can help other people. Yeah, so that, I mean, this is just basics of, uh, you know, what I've been through. Another thing you got to deal with is just people who get in your car and they smell. So you got to have plenty of air freshener and all that cleaners and cleaning supplies. It's a lot that's involved with Uber driving. It's not, it's not just driving people around. It's, it's also cleaning the vehicle, knowing better routes, shorter routes. Know, getting to better destinations and picking up faster not accepting every trip you know it's they want you to accept every trip you, you just can't and you, you can't if you're, gonna, you're not gonna you're gonna make it you know it's you know it's, it's kind of brutal you know it's what it is you're risking your life so you might as well <laughs> you might as well be smart with it try to get trips that take less time to, to do, but, you know, you can do them. So, I had a good day today, other than that, uh, you know, I just um, saw, it was interesting, I had an epiphany moment, obviously, you know, I'm an artist, and 
I was frustrated and I was thinking to myself, you know, should I turn this car in? Should I just keep going? You know, in the moment that I felt all of this self-doubt, boom, I see somebody that looks just like my art piece. I mean, he looked just like him. He had a big old black mustache. I'm sorry, a beard and a mustache. He had some black glasses. <laughs> and I think his hair was... He had a hat on, but he might have had similar hair. I don't know. I don't think he had anything sticking out of his head. <laughs> I don't know. I, I make artwork from another world, so I don't think anything looks like exactly like my art, but it's... <laughs> that was funny. So... I just hope that, you know, it's it's bigger than just the art. It's more so just also, you know, lifting people's spirits up, man. You know, it's, these are some crazy times that we're living in. And uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a visionary with anxiety. You know, nobody knows what it's like to live with anxiety. You know, you have to way other people see it, you know, it's like, what's wrong with you, you know, they don't understand, like, you know, you just, you're always anxious, you're always kind of on edge, like, that's how it is with anxiety. So, I've just been able to handle these things, I got some paint and stuff, I'm going to use to paint for no Mars. I hope I can get something done within 48 hours. I'll get some painting done. I'm making a trip back to the house. I got to, uh, man, I got to. Trying to keep positive. gonna have to keep going, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, life's, life's very hard sometimes, but I always look at it as other people that are going through possibly worse, so it always can be worse, that's how you have to look at it, we're living in times where, you know, the gap between the rich and the poor is the widest it's ever been, you know, the gas prices, you know, Recently, President Biden mentioned that there was not going to be any relief for gas prices. You know, no economic relief whatsoever, but, you know, billions of dollars have been given other other countries and things. So it's a, um, you, know, you know, you know, those in awareness know where I'm, where I'm going with it, but, you know, we hope that no matter you know, how bad things get, I believe that people in America are going to be the determining factor in the country's future as we, you know, head into the new world order of things. And um, you know, everything's being done right now to just kind of tear down the uh, sustainability and the uh, sovereignty of this great nation. So, that's it for this podcast. Just, all I'm going to say is just, is, is, is rideshare worth it, I guess, in, in 2022? 
it depends. Uh, I would say if you got a Tesla or a hybrid, you, yeah, you can do okay. You know, you're gonna have to still work long hours to make enough to cover your gas, your maintenance, your tires, your, you know, brake fluid flushes and everything else. You gotta work long hours. Take breaks. Walk around and do something exciting. Lift your spirits up because it can definitely get your spirits can go down. Especially if you've been through a lot of adversity and you don't feel optimistic. That's it for this Income Button Podcast. Uh, I hope this information was useful to you. And stay tuned.